One night, though, hung out, hang out with a girl, and she came over, and in the middle of the night, uh, I guess she woke up because she felt something weird in the bed, and she like reached down, and it was half of a oh. ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And she was <laughs> She woke him up and she goes, What is this? And he goes, That's not mine. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Alright, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Julio Gallarotti, joined by Francis Ryan and Chris. Francis has chosen to sit in, I don't know what, what you call that anymore, because I know what I called it as a kid is no longer socially Probably acceptable. can't. Probably can't, can't go there. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. Shout out to Louisa at New York Pilates, who uses that term. Nice. Uh, I'm surprised you have such open hips. I, that's the issue. I don't. And that's uh, why I've started trying to do this more. Mm. You're getting um, better at it? Well, a little. It's starting to get a little bit more comfortable. Mm. Um, this was a problem for me in Afghanistan, because you eat on the floor. Right. And if you're sitting like that, I couldn't lean over low enough to get the food. Mm. It would ha- I would ha- it would have to travel too far on my fork, <laughs> and <laughs> it was ridiculous. So I would start holding the plate up to my face, mm-hmm. and everyone would be making fun of me. So I wish that I had more open hips as well. Do you have a Do you have a next destination? Are you starting to put together the thoughts on a new frontier? The light at the end of the tunnel for Afghanistan is there. The only problem, the current cut that I have is like three hours. Wow. <laughs> Which is just too long. Could you not do three parts? I could, and I'm thinking about it. I just need to think about how... So there's there's more work to be done, but mm-hmm. it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not started thinking about a next destination yet because I'm supposed to go to China with my dad, and if I do that, I might think of some creative way to like do something there. Yeah. Maybe do it more vlog style. And I have a couple of really good ideas that are pretty fucking funny. Mm. Um, and uh, I just, I just, I'm just not sure yet, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Cool man. Yeah. Cool man. Uh, pretty solid, dude. Okay, I got a facial the other day. Oh. Um, and I, I've actually never gotten one. Really? Uh huh. It was the first time I'd ever gotten one. Uh, it was probably a month ago. I've had a handful. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, actually, this is the second. If you if you count face gym as a facial, this is my second one. But people who get facial say the face gym is not a facial. Gotcha. Just that's what I've heard. Don't shoot the messenger, right? Right. Right. <laughs> So anyway, I go in, I have this like Russian, whatever they're called, aesthetician. Is that the... Aesthetician, yeah. Good um, word. It's tough, yeah, to, it's good word. tough to say. Um, anyway, they pu- like, dude, they pull out the red carpet for me. I really appreciate it. Mario Badescu is the... Uh, I thought it was Heard just a brand, that. but I, it turns out they have a brick and mortar oh. sort of facial spot that is amazing, and they hooked me up, and it was phenomenal, so thank you. But anyway, I had this Russian lady doing my facial, and at first, like, it didn't it seemed like maybe she wasn't going to be that friendly, but like in classic Russian form, she like very slowly sort of like opened up to me and then just started like, she was such a charmer dude. Mm. And maybe like, I don't know. She was like, you have the best skin I've ever seen. She's, oh. like, she's like, are you Italian? And I'm like, yeah, she goes, Italians, they have good skin sometimes. Yeah. And then she's fucking just laying it on dude. And she's like, I have two kids. 
Now you are the third one. <laughs> you are my little boy now. And dude, as a as a parting gift, which I thought was such a good line, and she must use this on other guys, and I hope she does because it's a killer line. She goes, "Good luck chase, good luck chasing the girls off, and also making people believe your age." <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty good, dude. That's a pretty good line to send me packing. I with. guess that's a good line. That's a pretty good line. Chasing the girls off. I think she meant like fending the girls. Yeah, off. Yeah, fending them off. Okay, I was fending- gonna say. Fending the girls off, not chasing them down. Yeah, chase, chase them. I'm gonna the, get you off the property. <laughs> yeah, trespassing. Yeah, get out of here, you little girl. Get out of here, um, dude. I, uh, I'm, I'm interested in. Um, do you think that her? Do you ever get suspicious that when people are being really nice to you in a job like that, that all of it is so that you'll tip them well? Maybe, yeah, but I, I think that I. I didn't know how to tip and I had DM'd the company being like, how much should I tip? And because I didn't know, I ended up tipping more, I think than normal than, mm-hmm. than is normal. But I think you can just leave a tip on, on the card as you check out, right? which makes it so that you don't have to feel bad. Right. So she can't really, but, but maybe, maybe. I guess I asked this because I've found recently that more often than not, when I'm in Ubers or positions where, Someone stands to make a tip from me. I've been hearing a lot of sad stories. Oh, interesting. I've been hearing a lot more, yeah, you know, this thing, this hardship, this. Mm. And I I believe them, but um, I'm thinking to myself sometimes, wow, I'm that's personal information that I wonder if you would have shared with me a total stranger had you not stood to receive a tip that would w- could fluctuate based on the amount of sympathy you could elicit from it. Does it work on you? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, shit. Someone's struggling to get some kind of a medical treatment for their daughter. Yeah, that's a tough I'm, one. I'm, <laughs> it's always a tough that. one. I'm like, well, why don't you put that towards it, that extra $5? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, on a on a twenty dollar tip. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to fund the procedure myself, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not what's expected of me. No, you should just get the tell them to get the procedure done, and then to call the hospital and say they can't <laughs> pay it. Remember, Nimesh was telling us about that. Yeah, it's an old episode. By the way, happy four hundred episodes, guys! Happy four hundred, four hundred, four hundred episodes, four hundred episodes. Ryan, which episode was your first episode with us? I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know, but it's been a minute now. April twenty twenty one. Wow, somewhere around there. Wow, wow. look at so all that's of probably us. Probably over a hundred episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, especially when we were doing three a week. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Brian probably's been here for at least a hundred. Um, dude, we got a great little family. We appreciate everybody. Yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners. You guys are the best. Yeah. Anybody who's listened since day one, wow, incredible. Anybody who hasn't, check out some of the old episodes. See mm-hmm. if you notice anything different. We'd be curious to hear. I would be curious at least to hear if you think that we have changed at all in any way huh? over the time, whether it be Dude, I think so. The way that we talk, uh, things that we've learned. Do we know more? Do we know less? Are we shittier than we were? Are I we think better? I used to be much shittier than I am now. Really? I think about some of the topics we used to talk about or or some of the things I used to say or how 
hard some of my takes were about certain things and how I would never say that now. Interesting. Mm. Remember how insane I was about the wedding ring stuff? Oh, my God. Dude, listen, as I approach that part of my life, I'm starting to really connect to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to really connect to it. Which is funny that I, one of the clip, I had a clip, we had a clip that I posted on my personal TikTok before we even had a TikTok Mm. about how I suggested building a school instead of, buying an engagement yeah. ring. And dude, it went so viral on TikTok. Yep, yep. I think it got like 3 million that views was or big, something. Big boy. And then it, I got like 40,000 followers from it. Damn. I know, which is crazy. And then now I had to start a new account. And then right. you went to Afghanistan and built a school. I know. Then I went to Afghanistan and built a school completely unrelated <laughs> because, you know, were I to get engaged, I obviously intend to buy a ring. <laughs> uh, but hey, why can't we do both, I guess, huh? Yeah. But that's that's great. Imagine wow. it's the Hillary School. <laughs> the Hillary School of Marriage. God, that would have been so funny. How did I fuck that up? Yeah. They asked me what I wanted to name it. Why didn't oh I name it the Hillary God, School? Dude. God, I fucked that up. That was a hilarious moment. Well, what you can do is you can take her there someday and get down <laughs> on her knee and be like, this is for you. Oh, that's kind of nice. I did this for you. That's kind of nice. Do you want to? She's like, where's the ring? I'm like, do do you not see the building behind us? That's funny. The ring is symbolically held as the knowledge in the minds of so many children (laughs) that will pass through the doors of your school. That's right. School's going strong, by the way, everybody. Uh, We're crushing it. And we even got, we got, I I don't even want to say this out loud because I don't want it to get back to them. But let's just say we're coming up with creative ways to educate all people, many different types of people who might have been born at different times, and of, of the many genders that are out there, they may not be just one. They could be multiple. I have no idea <laughs> That's what good. you're trying to walk us if around If you don't get here. it, then it's good. Vaguely, I do. Vaguely, so, I do, but I... I okay. I don't want that now. I don't want that information to somehow get into the wrong hands. Yeah, of course. To... Uh, blatantly to stop us from operating the way that we are because as of now dude it's actually uh, the lawyers have cleared all of the stuff for me Mm. and now i have a very clear idea of what i can do and can't do Mm. which just makes it way easier that's cool so we've really streamlined the process that's Uh, great um, shout out to sir collect a lot who built an action figure of me that we auctioned off raised a couple extra bucks nice uh you listen to this dude corbett nye Listener of the pod, I believe, who's coming to my show in Providence. I look forward to seeing you there. He won the action figure and gifted it to me. One oh of one. God. I now have it. Corbett. I know. What a sweetheart. Good old Corb. What a, dude, that's an IGD. That's IGD behavior. Yeah, that is International uh, Guys is Day behavior. International Guys that's Day some behavior. big dick behavior is what big it is. Behavior. You can just buy expensive action figures and give them right back to the person upon whom they're based. Large pee-pee behavior. <laughs> uh, Large so. pee-pee behavior. <laughs> so, dude, I, uh, I've still been hitting New York Pilates fairly hard. I enjoy the class. I think it's yeah. nice. Uh, mm. And why is my shoulder has begun to feel better, which, by the way, miraculously, my shoulder has begun to feel better. That's I've, nice. I've, I've taken on a bit of weightlifting again. Oh. And before I like, would not have been able to do that at all. So, yeah. knock on wood, I'm going to get my MRI results back soon. I don't expect them to be good, but hopefully there's a way for me to move forward without surgery. Wow. Um, anyway, 
Pilates has been something that I can do throughout this whole time. So I've been doing it. Nice. And I switch. So my the teacher, Louisa, who I would usually go to, she teaches a lot of classes downtown. Sometimes the times don't work for me. So I've been going to the one that's the closest. And I've been going to this uh, girl, Amanda, who's who's lovely. And I got the scouting report from Louisa about Amanda's assessment of my Pilating, mm. of my Pilating. Mm-hmm. And she said that I am, quote, a hard worker. Wow. Oh. Okay. So initially, I was flattered. I was uh-huh. like, wow, I'm a hard worker. That's so great. But then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Uh-huh. Does that just mean that there's nothing else to say about me? It certainly feels like it. <laughs> I am actually so bad uh-huh. that the only thing that can possibly said is he miraculously is able to bring a positive attitude yeah. despite his lack of progress. I think it's I think it's a, uh, an eyelash away from uh, he's trying his best. <laughs> Oh, man. Is what she's saying without saying it. God bless his soul. He tries. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's feeling like to me, too, pal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's feeling like to me, but I will continue fighting the good fight. Mm. Now they keep putting me into the bits every class. Oh, really? So I was was texting being like, should I come to class tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, it's like a ballet-themed class. Wow. She goes, if you wear a tutu, I'll bake you a cake. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, fortunately, like that, that is like not the proper reward for that situation. Like given like I'm going to, you know, like I want to look good in the tutu, right? Like eating a cake. Like the point of reason I'm going to the fitness class is because I'm trying to do offset the damage of cake. Uh Therefore, the cake isn't that strong of an incentive. So, and I told her that. So I came and I did not wear a tutu. And at the beginning of the class, she goes, that's Julio in the back. He was supposed to wear a tutu, but he didn't. And everybody turned around and looked at me, and I went, yeah, I just... <laughs> you did what you did at the wedding. You were like... Mm. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I, she's right. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, yeah, if you ever want to crush some Pilates, bro, let me know. We'll, we can have a good time. I'd give it a shot. It's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice mix between some of the, like, really, really intense versions of the class, yeah. but harder than some of the easier ones. I, it's, it's works well for me. So, Man, I got to do something. I'm mean? having some sleep troubles again. Oh, boy. Having some major problems. Oh, boy. Now it's changed. Now I'm waking up at 2.30 in the morning, which is an Before, hour and a half earlier than I used to wake up. I used to wake up at 4. What time are you going to bed? 10. 10.30. How, how's your new bedroom compared to your old one? Better, probably. I don't know. A little better. And when you wake up, what's the feeling that you have? Uh let's go on a rampage are you thinking of asteroids i'm thinking of all everything (laughs) let's go let's run through a field let's go let's go here's here's a hundred new jokes in five seconds that i've just thought of oh yeah here's uh if you ever find yourself in a roast battle with this comedian okay this is what you should say about him yeah i i start to have those like like those those good thoughts that are just happening at the wrong time. I can't the call them good too. thoughts. I, I you're saying, but like if you're thinking of jokes, that's good. They're not good, but they might be. If I were to actually write them down and look at them the next day in a clear moment, I would say, "What the hell was that manic oh. episode that I was having?" Interesting. Do you have a notepad? Do, do you have the notepad nearby? I won't allow myself to do that. To like move and if I were to have a notepad near my bed, it would mean that I would not sleep you as well. Sleep at all. No. Uh, and I'm just really, it sucks. And, and it happened two nights ago 
And um, part of the reason I've started wearing an eye mask. I heard. Because. Do you know that I heard about this? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I was told that you've been wearing an eye mask. I've started wearing an eye mask because uh, there's a little bit of light that comes in around the curtains on our on our bedroom windows. And I need darkness to sleep. So I've started wearing an eye mask. And Sierra gave me the eye mask. And it was it's really great because she wears one too. And one day I'm at work and she sends me a video of rhubarb chewing her eye mask. <laughs> and she's like, Ruby, no. And Ruby's like, am I not supposed to do this? And so I'm like laughing and I'm like, ha, 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 man, she loves chewing on those eye masks. And then five minutes later, Sierra sends me a photo of my eye mask torn to fucking shreds. And it's like, yo, you were encouraging this. And how is it possible that you you were there to film her chewing on yours and stop her? And then instantly after that. She went and found mine and destroyed it. Were you pissed at Ruby when you got home? No, I wasn't pissed at Ruby. I was pissed at Sierra mm. for, you know, exhibiting this behavior, being aware of it, and then not, not moving, be, not stopping, right. not not stopping her from chewing mine. And I had come to rely so heavily on this eye mask that I didn't actually, you know, all of a sudden I was without it for multiple days. And then that <laughs> last two nights ago, I woke up at two thirty in the morning. There was light coming in from all the lights of New York City into the window. And I woke up and I was mad. I was like, I can't. And I I know that she sleeps with an eye mask on. And a lot of the time, uh, she'll turn her light off and put her eye mask on and start going to sleep while I continue to read. And I know that because she has an eye mask on, me having the light on doesn't bother her. So I assume that as long as she's wearing her eye mask, I can read with the light on. So at 2.30 in the morning, I was like, ah, fuck. I uh, can't sleep. But turn the light on. And she instantly was like, what? 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 Oh, shit. And I went, I can't sleep. I don't have my eye mask. It's too bright in here. And she kind of got up and got an, eye, an extra eye mask she had and gave it to me. And that didn't help. I didn't go back to sleep all night. So you were up the entire night? Whole night. You didn't fall back asleep? Correct. So you slept four hours? Yeah. Which affects me as though I haven't slept for a week. And yeah, getting the four hours in that way is worse than like going to bed late and waking up early. Gives me nothing. Yeah, truly gives me no recovery. You're in this black hole of the middle of the night. Just fogged all day. And the next day when we were finally, when I saw her, see her again, she said, hey, sweetheart, um, if you ever wake up in the middle of the night and turn the light on again, if you could just turn to me and let me know hey all good everything's fine <laughs> because you woke up and you were like i can't sleep i, I don't yeah. have an eye mask it's too fucking bright in here and she's panicking doesn't know what's going on that's blasted awake with the lights ah! and like she's in the military yeah <laughs> you guys have an incredible view it's maybe the best view i've ever seen thank you it's yes. really beautiful. It is the lovely uh, part of the apartment, and I'm I'm really happy about it, without a doubt. Dude, it's funny. Our bedroom is like the desert. Like it's it's freezing cold at night and blistering hot in the morning. Yeah. Like if you know, and we we figured out ways to our apartment. You need to adjust the shades throughout the day. 
Mm. I've just accepted that that's a reality because mm. at night the view is beautiful from our apartment too. So like I need, I want that. So right. I, 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 you know, open the shades. <laughs> yep, yep. Doop, doop, doop. Oh yeah. But in the morning it's too, the sun is blasting into the apartment. So I want the shades to be closed for that because right. I'm afraid of like somehow my electronics melting or something like stuff that probably won't happen. But like, mm. I don't want the apartment to get smoked out. So like, Around 11 a.m. is when I'll open the shades. Gotcha. Unless I'm going to watch TV, in which case there won't, not that I'm watching TV during the day, but you know what I mean. Right. So, like, it requires adjusting based on the different times of day, but we're getting used to it. I'm sleeping so well. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to rub it in, but it's made me realize that I basically just haven't slept for the past two years at all. (laughs) And And I have less access to my brain. I've had less access to my brain power because of it. It's, man, it's so such an obvious correlation yeah sleep and ability to do well throughout your day dude i truly believe you would have had to move out of my apartment uh a hundred percent because i have no doubt about there are times where the sound machine on the loudest setting could not drown out the 24 hours of noise road work in the street from 1 a.m to 5 a.m and then 7 a.m construction it's fucking nuts. It always it occurred to me in the movie Castaway. Uh, there's that scene where he's first arrived on the island and he goes into the cave, and uh, there's a thunderstorm outside and he's having a hard time sleeping because of all the noise. And then they jump forward a year or two, and he's sleeping soundly through everything. Yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those things you just wonder if at a certain point you kind of adjust to it. Yeah, yeah, I suspect you must. Mm-hmm. Right. Guys, spring is here. Which means summer is right around the corner. Primavera. And it's time <laughs> for you to shed that winter coat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about your warm coat. <laughs> I'm talking about your fuzzy one. Oh, the baby. old pubic pubis. Talking about the furball. Yeah, the old, oh, I'm, uh, no one's going to go down there for this these three months, these three dark months. So I might as well just. Let it flow. Well, not no more, gentlemen. <laughs> it's time for you to get yourself the absolutely amazing Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. It is the best pubic trimmer in the league. Yeah, it's And solid. it comes as part of the incredible performance package 4.0. You can put all your eggs into the perfect basket with that. It's literally difficult to cut yourself. Yeah, they've got the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. I use that all the time. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Crop Reviver Toner, <laughs> Performance Boxer Briefs, love those boxer love those briefs puppies. myself, and a travel bag, as well as, of course, the Papa Dog Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer. Uh, it's an, ele- an elite electric trimmer, has their proprietary advanced skin-safe technology designed to trim hair on loose skin, uh, and guys, we absolutely love it. I use it myself. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we are big fans. Uh, Dude, the nose and ear thing really starts to become... A thing as right around our age. Yeah. Suddenly you just like have hair. You're like, what the fudge? You got to keep an eye out for it. You got to keep an eye out <laughs> for that fudge. Get rid of it all. Uh, guys, so uh, right now you can save 20% off and free shipping with the code oops at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping. Code oops, manscaped.com. Hop into the best deal of the year with Manscaped. Um, well, um, so, dude, I have a question for you. This is not, this is probably just me, but I struggle saying the phrase, your mom, sincerely. 
Because there are times where you say your mom and it feels like I'm saying something fucked up, even though I'm just saying what actually is happening. That's the era we come from. Yeah, the your mom era. There was an era that we where it, 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 we would make fun of each other's mothers. Yeah. I fucked your mom. Your mom is fat. Like, what? Yeah. How did we, how, how are, are we, we okay that? with that? How are we doing that? Dude, how was that a trope? I don't know. I think MTV even had a show at one point that was like your mom jokes. Oh yeah, your mama, your mama, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We that was our era, and then also Nutty Professor. Remember where it's Eddie Murphy on stage? He's the nightclub comedian. No, it's Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. You're right about that. And he shuts him in the piano or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's buddy love. Eddie Murphy, the thin version of the professor, goes up and buries Chappelle. Correct. Wow. I know. Iconic. But dude, yeah, I like I've, this has come up for me a couple times, and I want to remember the specific way that I said it. But like, a, a friend of mine asked me about this club. Apparently, it's a club that like you can rent houses in L.A. and you need to be part of this club in order to do or something. But his mom. Belo- What's it called? I, I forget. I can find out. It's like something with a V. Okay. You know about it? Well, like you would, sounds like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so he he's like, are, he goes, are you in this club? I'm like, I'm not. What is it? And his mom is always in all these clubs. So I was like, is your mom a member of that club? And then it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just sounds bad. And then Hillary asked me, what are you up to right now? And I was in Palm Springs and I was playing pickleball with her mom. And I was like, I'm playing pickle with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> And that just sounded so bad. I was like, pickleball. I'm like, you know, I'm like, whatever. It's just my instinct. Of course she did. And she doesn't even, her brain doesn't go there. Right. She has like a mom brain where like she'll miss something. I'll be like, you know, Ben, bend over. And she like won't get it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hill Hill Dog like doesn't catch those all the time. So she didn't think shit, but I just felt self-conscious. I think it's a generational thing. Yeah, right. I think it's the world we came from. We were just horrible to each other. It's possible. In the 90s. <laughs> we really were. Um, gosh. You mentioned something last episode about like New York Athletic Club and whatever. Dude, I went to Brent with Brent to this place, Core Club, oh, last week. It's okay. a place that's like, it's newer. I think it's only been there like 20 something years. But it has the sort of like old world club yeah. feeling. And you know how you know if the club that you're at is like that i do know what are you gonna say that when you order a drink you fill it out on a chit oh that's that is wow. that is one too that is one too you, you, they give you a piece of paper number. you put your member number yeah. and you write down what you want <laughs> that's yeah. awesome um so that is definitely one another one is in the bathroom so even they have the whole spa whatever set up they'll have like a tray of like cologne yep and aftershave, aftershave. and yeah. all the stuff and I found a, there was a cologne there that I used to wear hmm. many, many years ago. And I was like, I'll spray that on. Spray it on. It was as if I suddenly went back in time yep. to that time. Yep. The nostalgia that you, that you oh, sense yeah. from smelling things is the most powerful one I've ever experienced. Without a doubt. It puts you there again. Sure does. You know? I had a Burberry cologne. Because oh, yeah. there was a Burberry outlet store in Freeport, Maine, where I grew up. And we bought this cologne. My buddy Hillman and I split it. <laughs> Good old Hillman. And we would wear it to 
dances. Whenever yes. there were dances, we put some of this cologne on. Hell yeah. And if I were to smell that today, I'd be right back, slow dancing with uh, with Hannah. With chicks, dude. Yeah. Stairway to Heaven. Oh, yeah. That was always the last song at the dance. That was always They played it long. last. Yeah. Did they play it last for you? Oh, yeah. You know, there's that whole middle section that's not that slow. It gets kind of awkward to slow dance to. Uh, yeah, 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 totally. And there's a light on down the road. Yeah. I was always sad. I mean, if I happened to get a dance going, I was sad when it began to end. It was so exciting. There's so much like pent up sexual tension 100%. that you don't understand quite 100%. yet yep. and like you can't have sex really yet i mean you could if you don't you, even want to you could if you but the chances are if you were having sex to that age like things you're were not gonna go well wrong for you. path you're headed down the wrong path you're, you're going the wrong way so it's just this constant pent-up sexual tension and the girls are all like taller than the boys it's yep. like the weirdest yep. time of it life. is weird it seventh is weird eighth time. grade people are mean yeah dude Really, really. I was really into my social life back then. <laughs> Those are the best years of my life, Those are dude. good years, dude. I've never been more cool than I was in sixth grade and seventh grade and eighth grade. I was on the phone all day. All day. And I and we'd, po- we'd patch other people in. Oh, yeah. I used to talk to Dan Hunter, dude. Every afternoon we'd talk. We'd call up Samantha. We'd get her on the phone. There's, wow. Dude, they're like on the phone all day. Lauren Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Everybody on the phone ripping it, yeah, da da da, talking. We used to, I mean, we used to have there'd be like a group group of girls at a girls' sleepover, and then there'd be a group of guys at a, at a guys' sleepover, and we would all just take turns passing on who talk who talking to a different person. Yeah, dude. And then the rest of the guys would be in the back playing Mario Kart. Yeah, like, yo, 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 Cecilia wants to talk to you, Ben. Ben be like, dude, I'm almost done with Rainbow Road. Hold on. <laughs> And Ben would come up, and he'd be like, he'd be like, "Hang on a second, let me open my Dr Pepper." You know? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Cecilia? Ah, oh, dude, the good old days. Nick Torelli, bro, his fridge fully stocked with every kind of soda. Oh, I thought that was the Stillman had thing. that too, man. Dude, I would drink seven sodas. Seven sodas. And I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna have three Mountain Dew Code Reds first because that's my favorite. <laughs> then maybe I'll try one I don't like as much. Typically, I'll have like a grape soda or a root beer, and then I'll cream soda. Cream uh, soda. Cream, it cream up. soda. Cream. Like, Ripping cream soda, dude. And Eat. then you're like, man, it's 5 a.m. Why aren't we tired? <laughs> what are, well, should we just keep playing? Fucking, I don't know. Why do we, let's watch the Pam and Tommy sex tape again. <laughs> <laughs> you have that? Yeah, dude. No way. That's not real. Yeah, Bought it. It's real. So you guys would buy those. Those weren't even on your computer? No, that was like, this was Napster when Napster first mm, began. Mm-hmm. And like, there became ways to download shit. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, no, yeah, that that was the bulk of those were good days. Or also, like, remember you could watch porn channels in, but they were like blue and fuzzy. Oh yeah, you had a channel like four hundred. This is probably before your guys' time. No, I remember that very no, vague. Not you, Ryan and Chris. Oh. I don't know about that. Yeah, like you go to channel like a pay per view channel, and even though you hadn't bought it, you could see what it was, but it was like blurry and you blue. Turn the see... sound way down because it was full static. Uh, You'd noise. see a large breast occasionally and be like, ah! No, but <laughs> you... sometimes if you like went to the channel and you like flickered them really quick, you'd get like an image for like a half a second. So it's oh. something like that. Yeah, but we didn't have that. I, I just, you know, it's funny to think back on those softcore adult videos on Showtime and stuff <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and the actors who would, who would do them because <laughs> the, 
the acting that they were doing to simulate sex was so not sex. The sex wasn't even possible. No, exactly. I didn't know that though at the time when I was fucking no, watching that shit. Right. You know, they're just like they're just they're moving at an angle that's not yeah, the right angle. Yeah. yeah. And uh you didn't learn that until later. Yeah. But uh yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember being like, Oh man, that's Skinamax. Yeah. I got the job done though, my friend. Yeah. I'll tell you what else, dude. I auditioned for a show that basically was one of those. It like wasn't quite, but it was. I believe it was on Cinemax. I forget what it's called, but it filmed in Romania, which obviously was like sick. I was like, I had like three or four rounds of auditions, ended up not getting it, but I watched some of it and it was like basically just sex. You would have been one of the guys hooking up with one of the chicks? With uh, potentially many of the chicks. Moving like this? (sighs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just like both of you moving up at the same time? Yes, completely unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh yeah, softcore RP dude. Does that <laughs> does softcore porn even exist anymore? I wonder. It may not. It's so silly. Find out, ruin my browser. But there was something about it. It was like <laughs> slightly less vulgar. Yes, it was meant to be somewhat artistic and romantic. Yeah, yeah, and you know they they'd be on the or- beach. They'd always orgasm at exactly the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck, pal. Yeah. White sheets and like. You know, yeah. it was it was very perfect lighting. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's almost so like those, those novels, those grandma novels. So much more unrealistic than the hardcore pornography upon which I've based my entire sex life. <laughs> which I yeah thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know, I used to see Fabio at Equinox in West Hollywood. Is that right? Fabio's at Equinox in West Hollywood every day. He may not be anymore, but at the time, I used to see him. Mm. Um, I'll say this, dude. When I see like a big celebrity, I don't know if you'd consider Fabio a big celebrity in it at this point, uh, but I'm less likely to like say something to them because I think that we've talked about this. But when I see like an obscure one, I always will say something because especially it like it, it tickles me a bit. Mm-hmm. Like you remember, you know, that hair thing when W E N, I think that's what it's called. Can you look it up, Ryan? No. Can you look up when? <laughs> Is it like a product? Yeah. Don't when, look it I think up. it's called when. Is that when? Can you look up when the guy, whoever the guy is, I think his name's David, when the when guy, bro, this guy's pretty iconic. I saw him once. I was like, I gotta snap. Dude, there he is, bro. That guy. The guy in the right. That's him. Oh man, the when guy, bro. He's looking good, dude. There he is. That guy's had some work done. What's his name, David? Is it David? Uh, Chaz Dean. Chaz Dean. fabulous. <laughs> when by Chaz Dean. The guy's mm-hmm. like absolute legend. I have a selfie somewhere on my phone of me and Chaz Dean, dude. Goat, goat mode. Wow. Um, dude, I'm realizing I showed Hillary. Hillary thinks it's insane that my family thinks that this lip sync video of me from like seventh grade is like the greatest thing of all time. Because she thinks it's like so silly. <laughs> uh, I, so we did the lip sync where everybody would lip sync songs, right? I did Ricky Martin, Cup of Life. And I, well, I don't even know that one. Here we go. Ole, ole, ole. Yeah. I do know it. Go, go, go. All right. So I do that song. I come out wearing all black and I just start straight up hip swinging and doing the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 including the Spanish and doing this like little made up like salsa dance, bro. Anyway, I thought I was killing. I may have been. I may not have been. But Hillary's like watching that and like thinks it's shocking that my entire family is like, 
Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can get a copy of this video. It's yeah. fucking crazy. I'd like to see that. Uh, and I was a little ham, dude. Mm. I was a little ham. Well, look at us. Look at us now. Now we ham it up. Now we ham it up. Couple our job. of hams. Couple of hams. And then the second, yeah, the next year, I even followed it up with uh, I did an Enrique Iglesias song. I don't. It was the Rhythm Divine. Oh, that one's so good. Notice I did all the B side tracks. Were those all on the B side? I mean, you know, Ricky Martin "Cup of Life" was not the main single on that. Yeah, I forget but what it Rhythm was, Divine was a, a jam. It was a jam, but it was by Lamos was the "Living La Vida Loca." Living La Vida that Loca. Was the that was his. That was his song. Yeah. Um, my brother bro showed me up completely when he did his lip sync. He came. He did "Sukiyaki" by Q Sakamoto. It is a Japanese song that you, you you recognize it. Every Japanese movie or show has this song in it at some point. You'd recognize it. It's from like the 60s. Hmm. My brother did it, crushed it. Wow. Iconic. He knew the Japanese? Yeah. We like we all did. Like my dad showed us the song and my brother and I took it upon ourselves to learn it. Hmm. Uh, so we both know the song. But anyway, my brother did it for the lip sync. Wow. It was pretty fucking good. That's cool. It's a fun event. I think they have lip sync parties. Somebody said, somebody DM'd me being when I was talking about Remember we talked about what's similar to karaoke but isn't? Yeah. I think they have lip sync bars or something. They have lip sync battle was a show. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That I think Fallon or Corden used to put on. I think it was Fallon maybe. Corden does the car one, right? Yeah. It's amazing to think. Uh, it's amazing to think about how desperate TV is <laughs> just for new ideas. <laughs> Meaning... I have I have written as a I have freelanced as a, a you know with production companies who you know basically the way it works is like you you get brought in for a day and they tell you hey we've got this idea and we're building it out and we want you guys to you know you and and you know who else is, I've done this with Maddie Smith and I have mm. get hired up by these production companies or we used to a bunch to go in and they're like, all right, so right now everyone's really into oh, yeah. egg sandwiches. <laughs> and so we're going to like, we're, we've gotten some traction with the Paramount Network to create a game show about who can make the greatest egg sandwich. And we just want to figure out, you know, some of the beats of this thing. So why don't you guys jam on that for the next three hours? We'll cut for lunch at 1215. And then we'll present the ideas an hour after that. Sound good? Bye. And they leave. And then for the first 30, 40 minutes, you're sitting there and you're like, all right, well, here's the thing. Egg sandwiches come in so many different forms and you got to have hot sauce. So maybe we could have like a heat challenge. And everyone's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. People like heat challenges. Yeah. And yeah. by 45 minutes in, the conversation has, has quieted and people aren't talking as much and People have written down a couple of ideas, and for the last two hours, nobody nobody believes in it anymore. Mm. And we all just kind of fuck around and kill time until they come back in, and then present the hours that, the ideas that we came up with in the first hour. Oh wow! And that's how this always goes because the problem is that a lot of these ideas, it they're just capitalizing on a trending idea or a hot flash in the pan idea that you know has, has is so fleeting. Is so fleeting. I think that lip syncing was a hot idea for a second. Mm -hmm. And they had all these celebrities come on yeah. and lip sync. And people were like, oh, is that actually 
do we like this? Really? Yeah, yeah. And they had the whole set, and they had everybody all lined up. And I don't know. I don't think it lasted. Is it still on? I don't think Lip so. Lip sync battle. <laughs> it, it just can't. It can't carry just many one series of thing. Of, it, it can't. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna care about that for more than a year. You know what's better than lip syncing? Singing. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's an abundance of good singers. So it lasted four years. I mean, that's honestly longer than I would have thought. Crazy. Um But yeah, dude, I have, I have, ri- I have punched up so many ideas like that. Yeah. Lip sync battle and. Holy smokes. Like, yeah. what if guys could get pregnant, too? How do we simulate that in a game show and a fun, zany idea? Man, I don't know. I don't, I never know either if any of these ideas actually get anywhere. Yeah. It makes me... Yeah, when I've seen how, like, impossible the process of getting the idea of a show made and successful, it makes me wonder how any shows actually get made. Here's how. <laughs> these people that are coming up with these ideas have 50 ideas right. in the works at once. Right. And one of them will go. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. That's enough for them to make a living mm-hmm. as a producer. Uh, as long as one or two of your ideas get made or, you know, you get paid for a pilot or whatever. Um, but man, oh man. Dude, Some, oh, sorry, God. You sometimes you get hit with some of these ideas and you're just, you want to say like, you're like, what it's you not doing? even worth us wasting our time <laughs> on this. Save your energy. Save your energy. But the thing is, is that the producers know. Mm-hmm. They're aware that it's not up to us. It's not up to people and our taste. Right. It's up to whatever random taste of the market and the buyers will be weeks and months, if not years from now. And we can't totally. necessarily predict that. Totally. Totally. Um, it, this is making me think of... When I used to be on that prank show, dude, there were some really heady pranks on that show. It was really like a lot of the time, like, for example, on a prank on a punked, like some like a giant explosion, like th- that would be sort of what the prank was. It was like a bigger thing. You know what I mean? Whereas on this show, it was very much like a personal level prank and they would progress and get more ridiculous. So we had one that I was thinking of earlier. I forget what like made me think of this, but you're on a date with this. You're on a blind date with this girl, right? You're talking. And everybody in the restaurant or coffee shop is like on a newspaper, is reading a newspaper or something or reading something. And every time the person you're on a date with looks down, every single person in the restaurant puts what they're reading down and looks at you. <laughs> and then when she pops her head back up, everybody goes back to reading. Dude, it is it. One of the guys like, dude, it was such a good prank. That's a good one. Maybe I'll post this. This is a pretty funny one. One of the guy goes, listen, if you're going to kill me. I'm, can you mind if I just call my family first? Like he was dead serious. He says that he's dead to the whole cafe. No, to the girl. Wait, when he puts his because no, because no, no. He the only person not in on it is the guy on the date, right? Yes. So he somehow th- so the girl looks down, everybody looks down. She looks up, everybody starts reading again, and he somehow thinks. He's being set up and is going to get murdered. Oh, she is in on it and is not acting as though what everyone's doing is weird. She's not. She doesn't notice because when she's looking up, they're all reading. When she looks down, they all. But you said stare that she she does know. She knows. He's the one not in on it. Correct. He's the one being pranked. But he's noticing that everyone's doing this. But she does not notice or pretends. Or she not pretends to not to. Notice. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> Quite Dude, good. it's really funny. That's delicious. There's a lot of really good ones like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there's another one where like I, 
or so we we would hire i forget they hired a new person and i'm the bus boy at this restaurant right and my boss comes and tries to tell me stuff but i only speak spanish so therefore uh he can't communicate with me so he hires somebody to talk to me so he goes tell him to clean the table and she's like oh whatever like limpia la mesa like whatever and i then start speaking spanish back to her but i'm making it up and she's like I'm like, see. And then I start like saying absurd shit that like isn't Spanish. Were you able to pull that off to Kinda. some degree? Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh some of it's more ridiculous. I'd be like, yeah, Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, like like saying actual words. But uh-huh. then I was like saying things that sounded like Spanish, whatever. But then she's like, Do you not speak Spanish? And I'm like, and and I reveal that I only pretend to speak Spanish because I hate my boss and don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Dude, isn't that good? Khalees Hawkins wrote that prank. It is so fucking That's funny. Good. There are so many good ones. Uh, and I wish the show was still on, but maybe I'll start posting some of these because they're really fucking funny. You should, man. But they're old. Guys, we here at Oops the Podcast are here to remind you about StoryWorth. StoryWorth. Uh, if you don't remember, if you're not familiar with it, uh, StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. Never forget. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one uh, a thought-provoking question of your choice. Every single week. Yeah, from their past uh, pool, of, uh, from their vast pool of options. Tons. And uh, these are questions that you may never have asked them. You don't know. They don't know. <laughs> you might not have thought to ask it, or you just like take them for granted and you don't ask this question. Slipped your mind. We all do it. Mm. Um, something like, you know, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? If you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Stuff that like sometimes in a traditional role playing setting where you're with a grandparent or with a parent, they're parenting you or grandparenting you. They're not like talking to you the way that some of these questions get them to talk to you. Exactly. Help them. And I've done this before and I found it to be a really rewarding thing where I learned a lot about, uh, my family and stories about them and their their youth, exactly. not only because we never talked about it before, but also because by asking it and making them think about it, they're actually unable to, lo- they're able to unlock some of these. It's amazing. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your loved one's stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And, you know, it's a thing that can be cherished for generations that you can show your kids. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of utility for it. Uh, the book's going to be amazing, but the journey there will also be a gift itself. Look forward to reading all the weekly stories, um, and like I have from you know my family in the past when I've gifted them this, and uh, looking forward to see all the shares over the next year. So anyway, give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift that you'll all cherish for years. Story worth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save ten dollars on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com/oops. That's storyworth.com/oops. Save ten dollars on your first purchase. Storyworth.com/oops. But dude, like. Love a good, there's nothing better than a good prank, dude. Yeah. You know, especially, I don't know, there was some good shit in there. You micro-pranked me the other day in the bathroom. Oh my God, I forgot about this. I got Ryan really good, dude. Do you want to tell them? You you can tell. Okay, so I go in the bathroom, I see Ryan there peeing. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So in the bathroom (laughs) here, there's one one urinal and two stalls. So I walk into one of the stalls, and I just start going, oh, (laughs) <laughs> I start going, Dude, but I'm making sure I'm making sure to make noises that you cannot quite tell it's me. So I'm going, Dude. 
and finally at the end, I like make it so that maybe he can tell. And he goes, Julio, is that you? <laughs> oh, wait, you were in there first? No, he was peeing at the urinal. But he didn't him. see you come in. No. Yeah. He, oh, well done. I snuck into the urinal. And I just that is in. so I, fun. You could not tell who it was, but I squatted down at one point <laughs> and I saw one, you were standing facing the toilet. So you definitely weren't relieving yourself. Number two style. And two, I saw your sneakers. Ah. Oh. You're like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I got you, dude. I got you. Um, all right. Why don't we do an email here before we take it home? What do you say? For mm, any, for email. Man, little email Could action. be fun. Could be what the doctor Could ordered. Could be what the doctor ordered. Um, okay. This one is called... Oh, by the way, quick update. My heart hasn't been hurting as much lately. Oh, that's good. Everyone looked at it. Everyone told me to. Ignored them. That's very good. I said, I won't. You'll see. And now it's gone away. Pure force of will. I healed myself through my own laziness. Well done. Thank you. It's good. I hope the heart It's the way to handle heart problems. Um... Okay. Well, we got a couple here. Why don't we do this one? This one's called Eating in Bed. Oh, Sup, boys? Uh, this is our boy Fahad. He has emailed us a few times, uh, and we love him. So, what are your thoughts on eating food in bed? I was chatting with this lady, and it turns out she's a fan of eating in bed. As someone who grew up in a house with strict rules, with a strict rules-based structure, I was personally taken aback by that comment. I only eat at my dining table, clean up immediately. Uh, I'm anti-eating in bed for many reasons. Crumbs. They're hard to clean up, and they invite bugs. The risk of staining my bedding. It's uncomfortable laying down while eating. I've also read a study where eating in bed disrupts your sleep routine as it tricks your mind into associating your bed with things other than sleep. Interesting. Mm. Her argument to justify that there shouldn't be anything wrong with having food cozied up in bed, as long as A, you don't spill or make a mess, B, the food in question is only finger food and nothing that requires an actual plate, and C, you're eating on the actual bed and not under the covers. Please share your thoughts. I mean, oh, I mean, wow. I imagine we're aligned on this. I'm not a fan. Absolutely. It's disgusting. You're a monster. Yeah. If you eat in bed, you know, you are just a, a disgusting human being. <laughs> Dude, I will say this. I've noticed that, like, girls, sorry to make a blanket generalization, no pun intended, but I'm about to do that. Um, girls use the bed for stuff a lot more that I've yeah. noticed. There's always, like, the amount of times I've encountered girls watching TV on a laptop on top of their bed. I've never met a guy who does that. Yeah, I don't really do that. And there's just wires and cords and cookies. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? This is a Mug bed. of tea. There should be nothing on this besides a blanket and sheets and pillows. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a sleep sanctum. Uh, although, man, oh, man, do I have a funny story. <laughs> Not me, but this is one of my very good friends who did everything in his bed. Uh, and he went through a period when he was like a young single guy where he just, like a lot of us, he just really didn't care and didn't take care of himself that well. And he would, you know, smoke a lot of weed at night. And then he would, uh, he would always make, <laughs> he would make himself homemade puppy chow. Do you know what puppy chow is? Yeah. Yeah. He would take like uh, a bunch of chocolate syrup. Or melt a bunch of chocolate bars in a pan on the stove. Oh, puppy chow, not the actual for not food. dog food. Oh, it's like a snack. It's no, a what snack. Is it? And then he would and then he would pour a bunch of peanut butter in it and melt all that down and mix it up. And then he'd pour Chex mix 
or like checks <laughs> or crispix yeah. or something in it and then pour powdered sugar over the top and you mix all that up and that's puppy chow oh, delicious and then you put it in the fridge or something you let it kind of oh, dry man. and then and then you eat it and he would just eat it out of the pan <laughs> like in his bed in-, <laughs> in his bed yeah he would do that a lot powdered sugar over a bad dude kill me yeah so one night though uh he i think he got a, he hung out hang out with a girl and she came over and in the middle of the night uh i guess she woke up because she felt something weird in the bed and she like reached down and it was half of a oh. ham sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and she was <laughs> She goes, what is this? And he goes, that's not mine. And he tried to blame it on her, but she was a vegetarian. That's insane. She's a vegetarian. And he tried to like tell people it was her because she told people the story. He's like, dude, I didn't bring that fucking sandwich in. That was her. And everyone's like, dude, she's a vegetarian. She wasn't eating a ham sandwich in the bed. Um, Dude, her holding the sandwich up. What is this? What is this? Imagine finding a sandwich in the bed. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. And then being like, what the fuck? That's not my... We got to call the cops. (laughs) Somebody's been broken into this apartment. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Deny till you die. That's so disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, we do not like that shit here at the podcast. Right. Um, I'm also, I mean, I'm a big fan of taking my shoes off when I come home. I don't even walk around my apartment with shoes on. I, we're like not a shoes off house, but I've begun to do it too. We have like a new rug. I'm like, why nice. would I walk around with this with shoes on? It just helps you shed the day a little bit. Yeah. Bare feet are always more comfortable. Uh-huh. Socks, you know. Two very Italian things that I do. Chris, you can corroborate this if whether or not this is true. I wear slippers with socks at home. Mm. I think that's a very Italian Sounds thing. really hot. And the other thing that I do, bro, I have tablecloth instincts. Like, we'll have crumbs on the table, and I'll be like, why don't we get a tablecloth? And Hillary's like... <laughs> she just stares at me. I'm like, why? It's, it, and it made, like, I, I just grew up with tablecloths, dude. Yeah. yeah, but I think that those are for special occasions, no? Always tablecloth at home. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, Interesting. Get those crumbs, bro. You and then would you get one of those pane. little bread scrapers where you'd come through and scrape the bread off the table? Like, like it, the guy who comes yeah, around with the They're always bucket. so deft. <laughs> they're so deft. You almost have to say, boy, I bet that guy would be really good at washing windows. <laughs> get that guy some repelling gear and watch him. Yeah, seriously. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Doesn't miss a spot. They get it all in that final, uh, that yeah. final flourish. They're so... Uh, effeminate the way that they do it. It's so whimsical. No, what you would do is you you pick up the tablecloth from the sides. Fold it like so you're you get burying all the a soldier, a flag. I go outside and mm-hmm. fucking shake it. Yeah. Uh, you know, rinse and repeat. And then you bring it back. Mm-hmm. Do you shake the whole thing out? I think. I don't specifically remember because I was a coddled Italian boy who didn't do anything. Dude, my mom used to iron all of our tablecloths, linens. Wow. The, 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 I never understood it. And then all of a sudden you grow up and you're like, you, you start 
you know, we've got napkins that aren't ironed. And you're like licking to try to get And you're like, man, out. look at how bouncy and flouncy. And now you put it on your lap and you're like, ugh. <laughs> this thing is a mess. It's a mess. It's a real mess in Whereas here. Whereas when right? you iron it, they're so flat. They're so nice. Yeah. So crisp. The folds are crisp. Dude, shout out to Hans again. I, I know I've been bringing Hans up a lot, but Hans will always rip the hotel room uh, iron. What do you mean? He'll always rip the hotel room iron. He like will will iron his shirts and shit. That's nice. That's a solid. That move. is nice. I've used that before, usually for weddings and stuff. Yeah, it's a solid move. Yeah. Hill dog brings a steamer usually. Thank God. Shout out Hill dog. Did she have a little one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never. I, I'm, those are so good. The solid. Solid steamers are so good. They really work. Ah, we're heading into wedding season, pal. Oh yeah. Got my first one in a couple of weeks. I'm two down, six to go. Oof couple of those potentially are with you. That's right. Uh, Let me think. I've got one, two, uh, three, four. I got at least five yeah. coming up. So no joke, my man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, boy. Um, all right. Well, oops, the podcast. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> Softcore porn. From the 2000s, relaxed standards for cable television has allowed for the production of a number of television series with sexually explicit or violent content to air that would have been restricted to the softcore porn movie market in the past. So that's why it's dead. So we don't need it anymore because you're just allowed to have it now. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Interesting. Porn fact, 12% of the websites on the internet are pornographic. Holy smokes. Yeah. And then Chris asked AI to write a funny joke. About this is the quote. Write a funny joke about Julio and Francis from Oops the Podcast. Oh wow! And then this is what it spat out oh, wow. in a matter of seconds. Why did Julio and Francis cross the road to get to the nearest microphone and record another episode of Oops the Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. These two are like the Abbott and Costello of embarrassing stories, always making us laugh with their witty banter and hilarious mishaps. They may not have it all together, but that's what makes them so entertaining. Here's to Julio <laughs> and fuck? Francis, this is a the bio. kings of comedy chaos. <laughs> we just don't have it together. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. What are we going to do next? <laughs> Insane, bro. Insane. I mean, it sounds like a booker wrote that for us I know. for an upcoming live show. They, you know, they're accustomed to throwing children's birthday parties. Totally, dude. Totally. <laughs> totally. Wow. wow. Amazing. It is scary. I mean, that's not bad yeah. at all. Yeah, it's possible. That's not bad. It's something. It's something. Ugh. Okay. Any more facts with Ryan? That's it. That's Thank it. Thank you. That was, that was check great. us out on social. Yeah, guys, yeah. check out our YouTube. Please subscribe to that. It's been really great to see the growth there. And our Twitter account, too. All those wonderful things. Twitter, Instagram, you know the deal. TikTok. Uh, you guys can see me on the road performing stand-up comedy very soon. This uh, this weekend, I'm in Dallas, Plano at the House of Comedy. Hope to see many of you lovely Texans there. Never been. Excited to meet you all. Uh, and then I'm in San Francisco at Cobbs with Little Sasquatch from Barstool. April 29th weekend. And then closing out the tour in West Virginia uh, for the fall excuse me, closing out the spring spring tour with a little Sasquatch at uh, Charlestown Casino Races, Hollywood Casino in Charlestown, West Virginia, May 12th. Tickets at com. Julio, 
Where can we find you? Tomorrow night, Comedy Connection, Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, two shows. Two shows Saturday as well. We'd love to see you guys there. Um, I love it. I love it there, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the following week, 18th, I am in Philadelphia at Helium, Philly, coming through. Pumped for that. 21st, Middletown, Connecticut, free show, Harbor Park. And then 28th and 29th, Yonkers Comedy Club. All tickets on my website, notjulio.com, baby.